in. Good Friday morning. It is 522 at WFMD and WFMD.com. Ryan Hedrick, and this is News and Commentary. I want to start off in the on the West Coast because, as I've told you many times before, I lived on the West Coast for a long time, and maybe I didn't have the capacity to think about GDP and uh, tax rates and stuff like that. I mean, I was a young guy. I was uh, 20 years old. Not worried about much of that. However, being the adult, the responsible adult I am right now, I could tell you I would never live in California. And I don't think you should even think about it. If you're thinking about moving there, what are you doing? Stop. Turn around. Be happy with where you are. What would be considered a comfortable salary elsewhere is considered poverty income in San Francisco. You'd think you could get by anywhere in this nation on a $100,000 a year salary, but not apparently in San Francisco. The California Department of Housing and Community Development says a person making $104,000 is considered low income there. The cost of housing, a major factor, Rent.com says the average cost of a one-bedroom apartment in San Francisco is more than $3,600 a month. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. All right, that is insane. $104 a month is considered, uh, $104,000 a year is considered not enough to live in San Francisco. My brother lives in San Jose, which is, I think, less than an hour from San Francisco. And, of course, he can't really afford it either. And he's working on his master's degree. He has a good job. I don't think he cares. He's a big lib. But anyway... (laughs) So when you think about that, think about what you could, would get for $104,000 in, say, Frederick County. Well, you know, wait 10 years. $104,000 won't be much in Frederick County either. 524 WFMD. And why would I say that? The reason I would say that is because, it, and nobody thinks it to be true, but climate change. Climate change is the biggest threat to middle-class America because they are taxing the you-know-what out of people to try to implement many strategies that include renewables. Again, 524 at WFMD. We have to move on. Let's go to the next biggest story. What is up with all the flight delays? Yes, flight delays and cancellations have been plaguing airports across the country this week. Natalie Lee of Fox TV affiliate KRIV has more from George Bush International Airport. Thousands of travelers scramble to get their flights rebooked and find their luggage. It's been awful, awful. On the phone yesterday for four hours, eight minutes. But trying to get a hold of a representative means waiting on the phone or in line after line for hours. The next available flight is on the first to go to Denver. Now they booked me tentatively on July 2nd. Majority of those affected flights are from United Airlines. A United spokesperson says delays and cancellations at IA are a result of the severe weather witnessed in the Northeast that's impacted all airlines this week. The TSA is warning today, Friday, is going to be the busiest day of the weekend. It's the 4th of July. Travel season gets heated up. 525 is your time. What else happened yesterday? A lot. A major Biden administration policy is expected 
to crumble, right, to make an impact this weekend. Fox's Ryan Schmelz tells us more from Washington, D.C. Americans across the country will see savings on 43 prescription drugs starting this weekend. That according to the Department of Health and Human Services, which says the savings are part of the Inflation Reduction Act signed into law by President Biden. The law requires manufacturers of qualifying drugs to pay rebates to Medicare if the price of those drugs increases at a rate faster than the rate of inflation. The agency claims those taking certain prescriptions could save between $1 to $449 per average dose between July and the end of September, depending on coverage. President Biden has also touted how the bill allows Medicare to negotiate prescription drug prices. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. All right, 526. I want to get to this. This is very telling. A new Fox poll out this morning asks a very simple question. Has America already seen her best days? The results reveal what many of you already think. President Biden has said in many ways that he is buoyed by the hope and the possibilities the days in front of us. This new poll shows many don't agree, with 48% saying the country's best days are behind us. 43% share the president's optimism. 53% say they are not proud of the country as it stands right now. But at the same time, voters say by a 64 to 33% margin that the United States is still the best country in the world to call home. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. All right, 527 at WFMD and WFMD.com. Traffic and weather together right now. Busy Friday morning. Bob Miller checking in at 610. We have Chris Murray coming up in 23 minutes with the first look at business on June 30th, 2023. The Morning News Express. And there he is, Chris Murray on a Friday morning, the final day of June. Man, Chris, where did this month go? Chris, of course, is the president of Murray Financial Group group in downtown Frederick and the host of your financial editor show you can hear tomorrow. We're going to talk about that in a moment, but first things first, Chris markets mixed on Thursday. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Ryan. They were. We saw the uh, Dow up three quarters of a percent, the S&P 500 up a half of a percent yesterday, and then the NASDAQ was really flat. It was down not even a half of a point yesterday. So um, mixed bag. Uh, we see our futures are up a bit and the European markets uh, up also. Things mixed in Asia to close their week out. All right. Mixed seems to be the theme of the morning because we scrutinize the the home market, the real estate market all the time, Chris, and pending home sales showed a little bit mixed as well. Yeah, the National Association of Realtors, their index of pending home sales fell 2.7% in May. Uh, That was worse than what was uh, expected from economists. Um, Also, on a yearly basis, they were down 22.2%. So the big reason seems to be that uh, home buyers are finding too few choices of homes to purchase. So um, even though you've got these elevated prices and higher mortgage rates, um, it's still good for the seller, it seems. Chris Murray joining the Morning News Express. If you're just tuning in, wake up. Good morning. Good Friday morning to you. I certainly hope you have that nice hot cup of rejuvenation in your hand. Chris, let's talk about initial jobless claims, which improved last week. 
Yeah, the number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment benefits, um, you know, they were uh, better than the previous week. Uh, so they came in still at a reading of 239,000 for the week ended June 25th. Um, but uh, like I said, even though that number is elevated and higher than normal, it was better than the previous week. Also, you continue to see problems with uh, the, the data gathering uh, with the Department of Labor, them um, basically pointing out some of the issues that they have going on that are skewing the numbers. All right. Talk about the GDP rating. And I want to talk about GDP. And of course, you're the expert, but I have an observation. So as the government pumps in, you know, fake money, trillions and trillions with the economic packages that it passed, like the American Rescue Plan and the Inflation Reduction Act, in my opinion, just based on what you've educated us about in the past couple of years, uh, that gives the GDP a false reading because there's fake money floating around in the economy. I don't know the terminology that economists use, but when you look at the GDP, it was revised higher. So I guess question one, is my observation about the GDP correct in that when you pump fake money into the economy, it gives it uh, it gives the GDP kind of an inflated ego. It gives it a false sense of security. Well, you know, one of the things is uh, that you point out and it's accurate is that, um, it, you know, you find that the market uh, tends to be on a sugar high almost and that, you know, once that goes away, it's not a good thing. Um, and with all of the spending who, even though, um, you know, was passed um, a while ago, it still hasn't made its way through the economy. So you still do have stimulus. Uh, you still have, even though the Federal Reserve is backtracking on um, uh, the money that they were pumping into the system, it's still there. So, um, you know, it is an issue, uh, and it does create uh, a little bit, I think, of a, a mirage, if you will. And to your point, where did the month of uh, June go? You know, this is the, the third revision for the very first quarter of the year, January through March. Um, and it showed that it went from a reading, a previous reading of 1.3% uh, growth at an annual rate to a 2% uh, annual rate. So uh, it is better, but again, unfortunately, because of uh, people's distrust for so many, um, you know, officials and agencies out there, there's kind of some eyebrows being raised as to what's really going on. Yeah, you know, um, we, we talk about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden all the time and being corrupt, and I think a lot of people that don't follow the news cycle like you and I do don't know exactly what we mean. I just want to give you one example. So Joe Biden signed an executive order banning the mining of rare earth minerals right when he became president. Why is that a big deal? Because by 2035, a lot of Democrat governors want to ban gas-guzzling vehicles. How dare those Nazis ride around in gas-guzzling fossil fuel-using vehicles, right? Well, who benefits from that, Chris? You know, we talk about all the time China and, and Joe Biden, and we believe that Joe Biden is a compromised president. That is the number one thing that I can point to. Every policy that he has created in the last two years directly benefits our biggest adversary in China. And that's one of the frustrating things to me is like we're losing our country to China. We're losing our policy 
to China. It's maddening, Chris, and I know you share my same sentiment. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the Chinese Communist Party, we talk about it often uh, on the Morning News Express. Also, you know, I try to keep a close eye and information out there on the Your Financial Editor program because um, it is very, very detrimental, um, you know, to your point of, uh, of, of minerals and what's necessary. Uh, number one, it's tied to the, uh, the, the, the fake, really just a fake um, narrative that uh, with this climate change and the green energy and all the other stuff, just a lot of money laundering going on. Um, and China does benefit, and not only with what they hold themselves, but they're very active on other continents in making agreements with different governments uh, so that they can have their minerals as well. Yep, they bought Africa, and they're making a spying station in Cuba. All right, Chris, we could go down this rabbit hole all morning long. I do want to highlight your financial editor, which you just mentioned. What's going on tomorrow? Yeah, we're going to be uh, recapping the top stories as we always do, and then also talking with an expert uh, on what's going on with this BlackRock, ESG, Larry Flint uh, stuff that we talked about earlier in the week. Just get more information out there so people really do have, uh, that they're empowered so that they know what's going on and how their money is being used. All right, Chris, and as we round out June, wow, I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) What are you watching today? We have personal income and spending, University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Report, and Baker Hughes, the uh, the weekly rig count with Brent at seventy four seventy nine a barrel again this morning. Yeah, and Maryland gas is going up by like forty seven cents a gallon starting on Saturday because of well, Annapolis rabid Annapolis politicians and awful, awful policies. So have fun with that, Marylanders. Chris, thank you. We'll talk to you next hour, my friend. Appreciate you.